If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Air fryer indeed. There's a YouTube show Full of fun facts you need to know Carl brings a bell and the members show To the GMP morning show Featured guests will come and they will blow your mind The audience will do so in kind a little vanity mixed with some insanity On the morning show with GMP Good morning Portugal and I'd like to welcome you to another fantastic day Hey you gumpers Tee hee air fryer indeed who's got one of those? Our, uh, my in-laws uh, love their air fryer. Um, how's it going with yours? Uh, uh, excellent visual meme to start the day. Do you like those? Um, how we're starting the show more recently. I hope you do. Good morning to you. It's Feel Good Friday. Carl Munson here with Good Morning Portugal Show live stream and podcast. <laughs> right. Um, I've not long uh, got up, but it's also true to say I've not long since uh, gone to bed, if you see what I mean. Um <laughs> Proving that there are two six o'clocks now, and this isn't uh, long after I went to bed, quite frankly. Uh, I had to squeeze quite a lot in yesterday, and we have a nice busy day as we head towards Pond Lima uh, this morning. So Mrs. M will be here. Um, she, I don't know if she's had any sleep at all um, over the last few hours. I think one or two, and um, yeah, crazy schedule at the moment. It's spring, isn't it? Really feeling the spring vibes, the sap rising, and loads happening right now. Uh, let's have a listen to, well, following on from my nighttime soundscape uh, that you may have listened to on the podcast, a beautiful morning soundscape. Now, thank you, Owen, so much for this. Gotta love a man, haven't you? Sends you a dawn chorus and pictures of his Portuguese tapas. No pun or innuendo or euphemism intended there. A little treat, though, around six o'clock this morning. Uh, just lean in and listen to this. Good morning, Portugal. The sound of the dawn chorus, six five past six, this Friday. What a beautiful way to wake up. What a racket. In Ponta de Lima, looking over the mountains, sky clearing. And the excitement for what the day holds. So whatever you're doing today, have yourself a fantastic day. Cheers, Owen. Isn't that lovely? That is noisy. I don't know how anyone sleeps in the early hours of the morning in Pontalima. Oh, Mrs. M, you're missing the dawn chorus of Pontalima. 
Oh, you've heard it yourself here on the Silver Coast. Beautiful. Cheers, and if in case you're wondering, the um, phones aren't optimized, are they, for recording dawn choruses? Uh, but if you lent in to your device there, you'd have heard the dawn chorus of Pontalima. Very thoughtful, and what a lovely greeting to receive from Owen. We're a bit hoarse and croaky. What are you up to there, Mrs. M? Are you turning your lighting on? Um, oh, what was that? Are you about to plunge everything into darkness? <laughs> I wonder. Um, can I put your camera on yet? Sure. Oh, okay. Uh, we can hear you. If I, if I put your microphone up, we can hear you for sure. What was that you were saying? You've heard the dawn chorus yourself every... Hello, here she is, everybody. <laughs> On the morning show with GMP. Yes, uh, you Good been... morning. Oh, my goodness. Busy week, right? A busy, like, two weeks. Busy Ever since I've launched my new show. Busy season. Um, <laughs> and lots of extra stuff has come in, and it's been fantastic. Um, and I... Whew, just lots of things. And yeah. then we're not recording. complaining, are we? No, I mean, it's just, no, it's it's just so much life to squeeze into the day, isn't there? And the yeah. night, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was working until half past two. Then we watched a little bit of Netflix, didn't we, for a half hour? Held yeah, we've each got to squeeze feet. that in. That terrible, <laughs> terrible series of watching on the oh, verge. Oh, my goodness. It's so oh, my neurotic. goodness. It's like uh, the pitch, I think, to Netflix was we, we're trying to. Uh, get as many neurotic vignettes of life in California as we can. <laughs> yes, we'll buy it. Sounds great. And my God. This made me feel anxious just watching it. Really? Like, yeah. This makes me feel so lucky. Really? <laughs> yes. It really does. Oh, my goodness. On the verge. Absolutely. A great the, opening sequence. The, well. the funny, yeah, yeah, the opening sequence is amazing. But the funny thing is, is um, I do recognise myself in oh, some of you? these vignettes. Which oh, I don't. I don't recognise myself as, oh, actually, I do a little bit. <laughs> the Frenchman, the yeah. American guy who owns. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I never. Louisa, sh your new show rocks. Oh, thank you very much. I thought that was a show us your rocks. And I thought that was a. Do you know, that's a bit too familiar. It is. But that's how I read it when I first saw it on the screen. <laughs> yes, Capricorn Chris. Well, have a, let's catch our breath and um, just sit back for a moment and uh, like the video. Yes, of course, I love the video. And no sooner really had I asked Capricorn. 12 Chris Capricorn 12 Chris um if he would send us some video then he did so you will stay on the oh screen oh my for goodness this, can I just say what? we need to get some new mugs look at this, this is so tatty what is it meant to be is it it's meant to be those, a color change it's a color change one and uh sort of it's all been you know it's one of the kids like ones and it, yeah. it turns into some happy loved up romantic um not anymore it doesn't bear it just looks like um, a post-apocalyptic receptacle now, and all of that fluorescent or whatever it's called paint is now into the ecosystem. No! <laughs> Eventually, we'll all glow when we have a drink, won't we? If enough of that stuff gets in our bodies. Well, maybe, yeah, my face does that anyway. Okay, um, yes, we love the video, and we're going to play it now, Chris. Thank okay. you for this. And um, we also got news this morning. Well, we've got um, Reverend Joe, our dear friend, Reverend Joe, joining us from the UK. Oh, I think I sent in the link. Yes, I did. Um, I will check that while the video is on. But um, we have Joe joining us. What a lovely man he is. He's joining us from nine. And that rascal, Frank, uh, will be joining us at 9.30 from the Algarve as well. What? Just had a bill? 25 centimos uh, for Via Verde. Yeah, you ought to pay that because that could quite easily escalate over the next... Into a 200 yeah, euro fine. Over, <laughs> over the next 27 years. And they will not let you go. They will hunt you down. They've got Liam Neeson working in their call centre. He'll ring you up. And he'll come and get his 25 centimosh 
with uh, 300 extra uh, euros of uh, interest and fines. Okay, let's watch that video then. Good to see you, uh, Dougie. And the three or four horsemen of the gunpocalypse earlier on, we'll come back to that. Is that what they're called now? They are, yeah. Check this out. This is Chris from Capricorn 12. Remember to share, like, and subscribe. This is all about Cabo St. Vincente. Boom. Cabo de San Vicente is a stunning coastal region located in the southwesternmost point in Portugal and the entire European continent. The region has been considered a sacred place since prehistoric times, also by the Romans and the Moors. The lighthouse is one of the oldest in Europe. It was built in 1846 and has a range of 34 nautical miles. In the 15th century, the area played a crucial role in Portugal's maritime history, including Vasco da Gama's journey to India in 1497. During the summer months, many visitors gather to see the spectacular sunset and see the sun go down over the ocean and the lovely, amazing different colours of the sky. The area is also known for its diverse array of flora and fauna including many rare and endangered species. It's also a stopover for migratory birds. It's a popular destination for photographers and artists. Pristine beaches, rugged coastline and crystal clear waters. This is a must visit location. That's really lovely, isn't it? Could, could you hear the water <clears throat> lapping against? Yeah. yeah, it was really nicely done. That's there, Chris. really beautifully done, Chris. Yeah. Did you like? Are own, you a drone, drone pilot? He is a drone pilot. That's his <laughs> drone work. His voiceover. So it's all it's all about. It's all you know, like you know, he he's all about the air, isn't he? <laughs> he Chris. is. Yes. You know, you know, he works in the air or for the air, and then you know has <clears throat> a drone piloting around. Incredible. It's amazing. Lovely voiceover on yeah. that as well. Yeah, footage taken with my drone. Love it. Audio from Epic, Epidemic Sound, which might give me a YouTube strike. Thanks, Chris. Um, and <laughs> voiceover by myself. That's beautiful. Cabo San Vicente. San Vicente there. Wonderful. And yes, one of those modern modern sounds, isn't it? Uh, Were you trying to enjoy yourself at the beach? <laughs> we had that the other and day. And you drop your trousers <laughs> behind a rock somewhere on the beach there. And next thing you know, there's Someone watching you with a drone when you're trying to that answer them. in our back garden, didn't it? You were in the back garden, drone mm. comes over. So I shook my fist at it like a proper old geezer, didn't I? <laughs> Get ya! <laughs> but honestly, you don't know if it's a sex toy or a drone vibrating <laughs> in the distance. Oh, everyone reaches for their handbag to check. Um, epidemic sound is royalty free. Uh, so you'll be good there, Colin. I need to worry. Good morning to you, Francis. How are you doing this morning? Bye, Randy is in as well. We have a smattering of events uh, that uh, you have beautifully, dutifully, conscientiously posted to the Gumper map as well. So we'll take a look at a few of those, Mrs. M, uh, in our beloved Barriada. Uh, Joao Mendonça is here. Good morning to you, mate. <laughs> bon dia to you both. Happy Friday. How are you doing? I haven't seen you for a while. And great two-minute taster from Dougie there. Um, <laughs> well, the, the comment is great taster, Chris. Uh, he is king of the two-minute tasters and a lovely taster from you there. Chris. So, yeah, Mrs. M, looking forward to the Pond Lima trip today? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? It's nice um, to get out. You know, are we going to get lost to the north? I mean, that's the big question. Yes. You know, because we've had so many people have come on their um, exploratory tours. Yeah. And we think, oh, yeah, they're going to love the Silver Coast. And then all of a sudden they're like, 
See you later, guys. See we're ya. up. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're up see you. Wouldn't like to be you. Smell you later. All that kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm just used to saying goodbye to people. If they say I'm going to Pontalima, I say, "Well, that's it. It's been nice knowing you." Yeah. So uh, we, we. So did... I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I'm. I'm also very curious about Vienna. Uh, Vienna do. Vienna do Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think I've just fallen for that picture of the. Is it a cathedral or a big church? Um, oh, right. okay. overlooking the sea it just looks amazing it does but... doesn't it for and again another moody video perhaps <laughs> we'll have to put uh, into practice some kind of mythological uh, mechanism won't we don't look into the eyes of Ponte Lima <laughs> yes. just don't don't look straight into her eyes because she'll have you and you won't be able to leave it's like the Hotel California of Portugal isn't it <laughs> okay we'll see what happens this weekend but really looking forward to seeing you well, I need to be able to stay awake because I mean I've only well, you're all right I'm driving you can have a lovely sleep in the car you can be drooling and dribbling as the, as, the, as usual as, as, the air, <laughs> as the air wafts over you with our air conditioning system as the kids in the, the back the go mom <laughs> exactly yes we need to stop could you not have gone before we left I didn't need to go then um, that's just the adults. Bon dia, Gumpers. Always great to see Frank on the show. Yeah, he's coming up at 9.30. After heavy rain yesterday evening, there's a dry day in prospect. So a good walk beckons. Coffee may be involved. Lovely. Coach Turner, he's talking about balls again. The balls of his feet, of course. Men are lucky, aren't they? With so many balls uh, to the, at their disposal. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is it them? Mm. Yeah, I imagine if I was, if, I imagine if I was a guy, I would spend most of my time. Okay, with... all right, let's move on. God's got tip of the day. <laughs> so you've mastered walking on the balls <clears throat> of your feet and your heels. We've had no videos yet of people bouncing down the street. It's like a pogo, isn't it? That what, uh, what Coach Turner, you old punks. Uh, might want to do this. Um, you could either do re, sort of re, re, um, revisit your punky days, bouncing on the balls of your feet, or, or follow Coach Turner's advice here. You've bounced with straight legs uh, on. What, why are you sniggering about that? Did you, did you have punky pogoey days? No, you're, no, you're no, because I'm a bit too young for that. Yeah, I was just you talking about bouncing on balls. All right, what's funny about that? That's very immature. You've bounced with straight legs on both one and two feet in a variety of directions. What next? Good question, Coach Turner. Uh, find a straight line on the ground. I don't recommend the one down the middle of the that's road. A good, that's a good tip. Good safety tip. Thank you for that, Coach Turner. Yes, very conscientious. On one straight leg bounce either side of it moving forward, and 10 hops is sufficient. I, I oh, want okay. to see you do some of these, Carl, and I'll video I you. I want to see lots of people doing these. 
Uh, oh, incidentally, no Iberian FM phone-in. A huge gap will be felt across Europe <laughs> at 10 o'clock this morning. Europe's biggest phone-in, Iberian FM, will not be happening today. Um, we will probably will make up for it in content coming from Ponte Lima, of course. I'm sure we will. But, uh, sorry to disappoint you. I'm just sneaking that in there in case people are just absolutely heartbroken about that this morning. Obviously, continues Coach Turner, repeat on the other leg. Yeah, mm. otherwise you'll spend the rest of the day feeling a little bit of, of, of imbalance. Yeah, you'd be walking around in circles. I you? find that. Don't you find that yeah. with a foot massage? If if some if you only get one of them done, <laughs> yes. you kind of feel shortchanged yeah. and incomplete, don't you? It's mm -hmm. the same here. You can also do this with two feet. However, don't try this until you're comfortable with the earlier ones as you'll need a certain level of strength. And don't, it's Friday. Don't think about doing this on the way home from the pub. That way, injury and uh, a visit to the uh, emergency room can often lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, lovely night down the pub. I think I'll try those Coach Turner exercises on the way home. Um, yes, Dawn Chorus video, that, uh, audio, that was fantastic. I mean, thank you very much for that. Um, T-Duck was in, early doors as well, at, uh, just before eight there with a bon d'alegria gumpers and a deep thought then. Mrs. M, concentrate, focus, seriously Sorry. for a moment. <clears throat> okay. You can make more friends. Sorry. Go on, then you can do this. You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in, <laughs> interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. Is that where I'm going wrong? You, you're not going wrong at all, love. <laughs> Thank you. That was Dale Carnegie with, with the great name, Dale Carnegie, who was an American writer. Carnegie. Um, okay, all right. Yeah, Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Hall. Okay. Please, Americans, help us out. You've grown up with that name. <laughs> Dale Carnegie, Nick Carnegie, Tomato Tomato, was an American writer and lecturer with the, and the developer of courses in self-improvement, salesmanship, corporate training. He kind of wrote the book on it, didn't he? Literally. Yeah, he did. He really kind he of wrote, did. Yeah. Um, so that one more time, then you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. Mm. Yes, take note, TikTokers and Instagrammers. Is there a social network where you can, where you can, um, where the approach is uh, having uh, people get interested in each other first rather than getting them mm. other people interested in them? Isn't that yes. live, live streaming? It's what you do. It's the GMP VIP network, of <laughs> course. We didn't set it up. Just so we can say that, but it is like that. And I recorded a little video for those of you new to the GMP VIP area. I recorded a little video in my garden just before I'm lunch yesterday, uh, which features springtime flowers and three things I'd love you to do on arrival at the GMP VIP platform. Talking of platforms, networks, uh, we should also announce the mm. Portugal Plan Virtual Summit, shouldn't we? Yeah. Um, Mrs. M as well, but not until we have had a look at the Portuguese saying of the day. Take it away, Mrs. M. Come on, you can do this. Tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you what tricks you have. And in Portuguese? No. Diz-me com quem andas, que Tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you what tricks you have. And that we do understand, don't we? We, mm. we The equivalent being, I suppose, in uh, what we used to, what we grew up with. You judge by the company you keep? Yeah, possibly. I would say so. Yes. Okay. Uh, quem sabia? Portugal. Oh, is a, that what QS stands for? Yeah, it's shorthanded yeah. now. Yeah, you turn your back for a minute and, and there's <laughs> yeah. a new acronym, isn't there? You didn't know that, did you, Mr. Would you like to read it, though? Should we do this together as though we were a, a morning show a duo? <clears throat> okay. Hey, we are. So you did the first <laughs> bit. Okay. So Portugal has an advanced economy and holds the 14th largest gold reserve at its central bank. Mm, representing the highest percentage share held in gold of total foreign reserves by any nation. Well, well done, Portugal. Yeah. So they can back up their currency with gold, or at least a little bit. Well, of it. they're the 14th largest gold reserve. Oh, okay. So it's not exactly like they're the 
biggest. So it's probably just like your grand's house. There's a little, there's a, <laughs> there's a little cabinet in in the in the Bank of Portugal with with a glazed cabinet with just a couple of old gold trinkets and charms in there. Yeah. Okay. So if you want your money backed up by gold, you just go in there and ask for a char- <laughs> the, Can I see the charm bracelet, please? <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Okay. All right. A member of the United Nations, the European Union, the Schengen area and the Council of Europe. That keeps the politicians busy, doesn't it? Going from one to another. Mm-hmm. Portuguese, it's as though they set them up so they could go from one to another. Interesting. Not quite getting there, not quite dealing with the business of uniting the nations or uniting Europe or Schengening, whatever that is. Uh, Portugal was also one of the founding members of uh, NATO um again is nato on target with its intentions let's not get into that right now and the eurozone of course go on mrs m it was also a founding member of the oecd and the community of portuguese language countries cplc by 2021 portugal had the fourth lowest gdp per capita of the eurozone and that's not a good thing i take it Although it probably has its upsides, doesn't it? Uh, now, if you're a prime minister uh, and you take office in Portugal, that's that's already about six months' work there, isn't it? Going to introduce yourself to all those different organisations before you get any work done. Yeah. Which some argue they don't. <laughs> but I'm not going to – I wouldn't say You're that. not going to spread the I would never say that. I, I was just that. laughing at the dad jokes. I think they're really good. Okay, should we do them now then? Yeah. Because well, I don't think you're going to be here at the I end of the show. I can't be here all day today. All right, um, special treat for you, and so okay. I don't forget them. And I forgot them yesterday, but I put them on my own timeline, and much joy was had from them. T-Duck, rest assured. <laughs> Mrs M, over to you. My wife and I have decided not to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are taking it pretty badly. <laughs> hey! That was the one that made me feel Yeah, that's cool. not really funny, though, is no, it? No, okay. uh, When I get a headache, I take two aspirin and keep away from children. <laughs> Just like the bottle says. Very good. These are very good. Uh, really high caliber dad jokes uh, yeah, just recently. Uh, but they're always good, T Dad. But you have excelled yourself in the last little while. Becoming an adult, Mrs. M? Becoming an adult is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Don't grow up. It's a trap. That's not a dad joke. That's life advice, isn't it's it? It's really good advice, actually. Yeah, Felice Stefano, he completes and climaxes the dad jokes there. Uh, let's do a visual one before um, I cause disappointment and uh, another. A psychotherapeutic uh, client uh, for James. Look at this lady here. She's beautifully dressed. I've got to say, for the kitchen. Don't you think? Yeah. And, uh, uh, yes, of course. I don't think that would suit me though. Uh, this doesn't. I don't make... know. I think you could pull that off. I would pull that off for sure. <laughs> um, this doesn't. You, you, you've been dressed similar to that in panto. Oh no, I haven't. Oh yes, you have. This doesn't make sense, <laughs> says the lady in the picture. Add leftover wine. <laughs> hell is leftover wine uh yeah good question in our house though isn't yeah, it, it is, yeah it is it is and did you like this air fryer meme oh very oh, hey! good very good I'm trying to hit the, the sound effect pad there and, and i missed here's my little entry to the world of jokes on the internet yesterday uh, bruce joffe of portugal living magazine was asking why do i freeze up when trying to speak portuguese Fear of falar. Very clever. Do you like that? Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. I was thinking like three or four hundred likes for that. No. It was, no. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's a bit too conceptual for a lot of it's people. It's a bit too, yeah, yeah, it's kind of really stretching, isn't it? Failure, falar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sorry I had to explain it there for an extra like. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when you think to yourself, do I need to explain this joke to get the extra likes? You know you're 
Well, probably it's not a winning joke. A narcissistic idiot. Yeah. Okay. Um, bon dia, then Gumpers. How are things? I like that yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Real good, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anna's here, Sweden, Portugal. Bon dia, Torres. I've been busy with friends. Thank you for the pictures. Uh, they will emerge in the coming days, or probably at the start of next week now, Anna. But thank you so much. You've been busy with friends visiting for the first time in Portugal. It's that season, isn't it? But mm -hmm. now I am here again from VRSA as usual. Welcome back. And it is the season of visitors. And we were talking to friends the other day who have been giving strict instructions to visitors. Oh, I loved that. I loved what they um, yeah. did. It's a really good way of putting off visitors. And, and it's a great way of maintaining boundaries and keeping sane. You've got to buy us a bigger car was one of them. because I didn't fit remember everything. that. Yeah. I didn't re what, what, what were the ones that impressed you? I really like the fact that... Um, you know, like when they fly into Lisbon, um, they have to get an Uber from the airport to Ikea. That's right. And that's where they, they wait. You so pick up our point. friends, yeah, the pickup point is at Ikea so they can go and have a nice lunch. And that's maybe if pick you up like Ikea. Things. I mean, other places, yeah. other pickup points would be available. It could be Leroy but, I mean, Merlin. the great thing about, <laughs> but um, Leroy Merlin um, only has a little coffee shop, doesn't it? As opposed to a place oh, where Ikea. you get some food. Yeah. So Ikea is pretty good. And of course, Ikea in Loresh has got... They've got beds and sofas. Yeah, you could lie down for a bit, <laughs> I have. <didn't> you? <laughs> I recorded a meditation video from <laughs> Loresh. did, not No one bothered me at all. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's really... really good. Yeah. And you can get some last minute things for when you've got your, your people staying. That's right. Um, and they could even pay for them couldn't they that's really good <laughs> <laughs> we missed the trick there didn't we yeah so um yeah i think that's a really good the tip. other thing the other thing richard was saying uh, if that is indeed his name yes he might i was just about to say you're not or her to... name uh... <laughs> <laughs> well their was, name their name you have to put your guests have to pay for all the meals out mm. so you take care of the food inside the house yeah so you put them up as host and take care of everything inside the home. But as soon as you step beyond the threshold, it's down to your guests to treat you. I liked that. <laughs> Especially when you've got 10 sets of guests coming. Yeah, exactly. Because that can become expensive. They think they're well, the only ones. I, I was they? just about to say that every guest just thinks they're the first ones and yeah. that it must be really lovely to, to show them around and stuff. Yes. And it is. And, you know, after like one season of it, you're done with that for a lifetime, pretty much. <laughs> so done. <laughs> Oh, don't be like that. Because <laughs> um, we are doing, we, actually, what would be quite good would be to be paid by the Portuguese government to host oh, people, wouldn't it? Oh, that's a good it? idea. Because you are being a, a, basically a tourist an guy and an ambassador, yeah. yeah. A horrible wet and another good, great idea to take to NATO, Prime Minister. Uh, a horrible wet and cold in southern England. I'm flying up to Tunisia. Nice. Uh, on, yeah, Tunisia looks nice. Is that the old imperial leather advert? Was it? Tunisia looks nice. Um, so warm and nice here now, says Anna, with a slight breeze by the sea and some light clouds. Sea temperature around 20, so have had many dips in the ocean. That sounds lovely. Nice. I don't sounds think it's lovely. as warm as that yet in San Martino de Porto Bay. Hola a todos. See you later, John. Feliz sexta feira. Amigos, compañeros, campos. And um, that sounded Spanish, not Portuguese. Forgive me. Yeah, but we morning. are going up towards the Spanish border. We are. I'm getting ready. My castanets mm. are being polished as are we Are you getting speak. ready to say, <laughs> buenos dias? Well, <laughs> You got to say it with a smile. Okay, tell like, what's, goes. Like, what's uh, no, his name? Says I'm going all. I'm just going to be Spain speaks. I'm going to step across <laughs> the border and say, "Okay, tell me goes." Spain speaks here. Um, good, good morning, everyone from Andy. Check out his video as well. So many gifted YouTubers I've seen in our it. community. It's really good, isn't good. it? Yeah, very, very uh, good. Ancient Mariner. Good morning, everyone. Except our resident. Oh, what's happened? What's happened? What happened to our resident mermaid? Who is your I resident? Didn't, I didn't know mermaid. we even had a resident. Oh, mermaid. is it me? Because I've got like green hair usually. Oh, I said, no? don't know. Is that, is but that... He wouldn't leave you out of the greetings, would he? No. What do you mean, ancient mariner? Bon dia, Colin Gumbers from a dry mile, Belfast, seven degrees, should be close to double that by one o'clock. 
and start of a bank holiday. Oh, of course. What When's May Day? Is it Monday? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is that, is that, yeah, I'm so, guessing. Yeah, it must be. Bank holiday Monday the 1st. Does that mean you get a day off as well? No, don't be ridiculous. But yes, um, last day of April. Where's that gone? Uh, is Sunday. Incredible. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that uh, warning and reminder there, Deagle. Good morning to you. I think it's about seven degrees here too in the UK. Deagle says the ancient mariner. Sarah saying good morning to you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And Darren. And Bon Alegria from Pete. Only here for 15 minutes. You may have gone already, in fact as I have a massive TV and speaker box to build so we can watch it from the pool. Oh, is it, is it, is it Eurovision? <laughs> Hoping the rain will hold oh, off. Oh, is it Eurovision weekend? <clears throat> it might be. It might, he might be today. setting up for Eurovision. Yeah. Uh, brilliant drone work. I hope you us. have a good party, Pete. Yeah. Pete's afraid of wind. Um, and, is he? Yeah, or, or concerned about Chris Capricorn 12's drone being blown oh, away. Oh, right, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, do you know what I was really curious about? is how do you put it on that circular trajectory? Because, like, you, you can know, map that. Can you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, of course, you're a, a fellow drone pilot, aren't you? You've had your full pilot drone I am training. I droning on and on for days. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, I was like, you almost need a virtual compass and a piece of string and to go around. Everyone needs a virtual compass in life. Yeah. They do. But, yeah, you know, it's all programmable. Okay. These, these things are amazing. Um, you don't even have to get out of bed. You can program it from your bed and send it down to the Algarve if the battery life is there. They are know. incredible. They'll follow you. They'll go on, on courses you know, you know, that you plot. It's, it's amazing, uh, the technology. Um, and they need to make them quieter. I, that drone yeah. noise does does annoy me, I've got to say, but what incredible footage they they create. Longest weekend then. Uh, Suze, happy weekend all. Uh, hello, Suze. How are you hey, feeling? Suze. Bon dia, ladies. Wow, Louisa, <laughs> Suze, hope you're feeling better. And Swede in Portugal. He <laughs> works the room, starting with the ladies, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? Well, that's, that's a good, I think that's a good oh. um, trait. And we've got uh, secret listening in the doctor's waiting room. What should we do? Should we have a bit of fun with this? What, go, nurse! Or, <laughs> nurse, yes, bring the screens. <laughs> or, or let's shout, is help, a, is there a help, I'm being held, I'm he- being held hostage in Deagle's bag. <laughs> Mr. McKillen, over here, help! <laughs> Remember that place, doctor's oh, waiting room, it's an empty bar. Um, me either. I'm special, already sick. I'm not sure what you mean there, but yeah, like, to, to like get I think they've cleared the room for him. Oh, really? He's like sat in a room on his own, a waiting room. Listening so, in fact, they're well. not going to hear us if we're like yelling, nurse. He's okay, but he's oh, the, he's going to the phlebotomist slash vampire today. I don't understand why it's called phlebotomy. 
I don't know. Uh, maybe it's so that you go all, the first time. You're all curious, like, "Oh, I'm going to see the phlebotomist." Then, then wherever that, that is, like, you're like, "Screw that. that! I'm not going back <laughs> there." <laughs> I think that's that's how it is. Yeah. Bon dia. I, he, I heard yesterday. Did you say what? this yesterday that you're building a wallapini? Were you turning your paw really? into? I think he's oh, turning his paw goodness, into a Oh my goodness, that, is, that yeah. is one of my um, dreams. It actually, is, isn't it? most people dream of a pool. I dream of an, not having a pool. Not no, having the empty pool that I can fill in and make a nice wallapini in. A nice wallopini. Okay. Yeah. Vienna de Costello, come see me. I was hoping we might be able to see you, Sarah, this weekend. It'd be lovely if we could. And if not this one, one soon. Oh, don't lose your memory dipping into the Lima River. Do you understand what's going on there, Miss No. Is it is it freezing cold? No, when the Romans were beating a retreat, uh-huh. um, their their um leader uh, beckoned them into the water. And it was mm-hmm. a foggy day, apparently, <laughs> legend has it. Um, and, the, and the centurions thought if they went in there, it would be like Hades or, or some terrible place that they believed in. And they would lose, they would die or lose their memories um, emerging from the other side. So thinking quickly, the leader waded into the water, went to the other side of the water and called his men by name, thus proving that you do not lose your memory. Oh. But he probably just shouted out Maximus, didn't he? And then he just shouted out. And then out everyone went. Yeah, here. Or, yes, or Spartacus. And they also, <laughs> I am. Yeah. Anyway, um, Reverend The Jerry funny thing is, like, don't lose your memory. I mean, you've got a really good memory for facts. And stories. Like that. And stories. Yeah. But you've got a terrible memory for, like, what happened yesterday. Yeah. So you don't really don't need to do that, do you? What? To, to prove that? <laughs> Go dipping in them. Um, I might have to recreate but you that. Could, you could take that bit of um, um, beach beach merkin that you found from a couple of days Did ago we say and your mankini okay well we and recreate some... recreate that in a modern style yeah wow joe looks great doesn't he look good he we're going to bring him on so you can, can all he hear? appreciate can he hear you. You? of course he can hear us but he's not he's not showing that he's being complimented he's doing blue steel at the moment Is that's he? why he's, he's like not is. being put off his game by our comments <laughs> about him uh the balls in, what a legend the balls in pont lima pick coming um, I'm going to vet that first, I think, oh, Sarah, Sarah Taylor, your rascal. And there is a movement in the force this morning. Is there? <laughs> Who doesn't like a movement in the force first thing in the morning? The North is anticipating an auspicious visitation this afternoon. Woo. Oh, thank you. Carnegie. Car- Carnegie, that says, doesn't it? Carnegie. Ah, Car- Dale Carnegie. Oh, I think Nagy. that's right. Okay. okay, all right. Let's not, without further ado, uh, let's bring him among us, shall we? Yes. The Reverend Joe, top billing. Let's stick him up there. Absolutely. We? How are you? Well, Joe, you're looking lovely. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. How are you guys? Uh, we, we're having fun hanging out this morning. I'm so delighted to be complimented by your goodness this yeah. morning. Um, you are in the UK, of course. Uh, which part of the UK? Are you in Devon at the moment? I'm in London today. Oh, what's yeah. London like at the moment? London is busy. And it's what it's one of those weird places, isn't it, where it's kind of amazing because you've got this mass, incredible diversity. You know, you see all these kind of like in Devon, they're you know, they're kind of a monochrome. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand out like a sort of thumb. In in London, it's like this amazing diversity of so many different people, cultures, and uh, smells and sights and all sorts of things. And yet there's also this sense that don't talk to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Just enjoy the smells, but yeah. do not talk to me. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's interesting. Quite the contrast then to Devon. Yeah, it is. We're, we're in, um, well, we're near, we're actually in Golders Green at the moment, staying at someone's house because 
Um, our eldest daughter is in a hospital um, in Mill Hill um, in, in London. So we're kind of about 15, 20 minutes from there. So very, very thankful that someone's got somewhere to stay for us, actually. It's quite helpful. So, yeah. yeah. So we're here for a couple of days to see my eldest. Well, Obviously. love to all oh, the family, to. for sure. Uh, that's a bit of a cliche on phone-ins, isn't it? Love to the family. Um, yeah. Comedy has been made of that, but I truly mean that. Um, love, love to you all, Amen. John. Thank you for fitting us in yeah. as well. And um, you are the radical, the most radical reverend I know. And uh, you, you are here uh, offering friendship, fellowship. Yeah. Uh, and um, I, I, it's, it's not right to call it a sermon, but an idea, to riff upon an idea uh, with the attitude of gratitude the theme you suggested to me, which I was intrigued by and would love to develop this morning, is clinging on to goodness. I, I, I get a sense of it. Um, the, the, the clinging, the, uh, there are uh, many among us who are clinging on at the moment, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Um, suffering is quite a personal thing, isn't it? We, we live in a world of superficiality, um, social media, where we're pre presenting our best side, often mm. with makeup on and filters. And beneath that, behind that can be... Um, struggling and suffering that people are going through and it's best not to forget that and you know to to be compassionate and available to people as you are i mean that is your middle name which is quite a long middle name <laughs> that, that is what you do so clinging on to goodness what what so what, what are you thinking there well it's i think when you're going through times of immense suffering and then times where things are really really difficult it's easy to get lost within that isn't it you sort of get overwhelmed so you're sitting in the boat and it, and having been a fisherman it's sitting in a boat is a really um pertinent um, analogy for my life at times and and there's times where we felt certainly as a family where we're kind of in a boat in the middle of a storm the waves are crashing the rain's hammering down it's dark it's windy and you can't actually see where you're going and the goodness bit is that there's times where someone is in a lighthouse and they're just casting a, a light and they're saying it's all right i see you head this way i promise i've got you and and then and you trust that's that trust moment isn't it where you're following the light following the goodness of somebody else who's kind of stepped back a little bit from your immediate situation and they're able to draw you away from the danger map perhaps through the storm um, to a place of safety and for me there's been so many people over the last certainly over the last year have acted, acted as like lighthouses to us you know because it's hard to see beyond the immediacy of your own pain at times and so others so you talk about me being the one but for me i felt so many others like stepping into that role like saying it's okay this way and it's and it's the smallest of acts isn't it sometimes you you think oh to be a good person i have to kind of change the world well, actually you can only change the immediacy of your own world at that very moment can't you <laughs> Sorry. Oh, mate. I felt a massive heart <laughs> opening this morning. What has he done to us? Oh, bless you, man. You, it's so right what you're saying. It is so absolutely right. And I'm sure people can resonate. Um, I'm sure everyone's. Yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. And it's. Um, I've, I've got something in. I've got something in my eye too, actually. <laughs> this, this always happens, mate. <laughs> what does he do to us, this guy? You, you return us to our humanity, Joe. Yes. You. you know yeah. that. That's the bit. It's the you. It's humanity connects. Bang. It's like, and it, it, it's those small things. You know, someone 
someone just leaves a little parcel on the front doorstep just sends thinking of you or you know or you're in kind of you need someone to just help with something and they just yeah no problem like it's literally no big and it is no big deal and um or just someone sees your pain and just says i acknowledge it you know and it's that's the clinging on because goodness isn't um well, at times, goodness is these kind of grand gestures, but so much more often it's the tiny things, the things that go on, the unremarkable things that we forget about. It's that punch holes in the darkness, don't they? And, and then the light sort of starts to break through. And the for me, that's things, arguably the doable things. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah because it, too, it feels too much sometimes. You look at the world and you think, you know, wow. And it's that, that sort of wonderful quote from mother Teresa, which I often use is that someone said to her you know do you not feel like what you're doing is just a drop in the ocean and she said yeah but without the drops you don't have the ocean and, mm. and for me it's it's that over and, and over the drops just keep dripping in and you know because there is a sense that we're we're disconnected from our humanity from one another's humanity so often you know and yeah. there's this um phrase the hyper real like everything around us so that i heard this crazy story about disneyland or disney world in in florida and their their sewage system pumps the, <laughs> like, i know their sewage system pumps the sewage like a hundred miles away from disneyland or disney world or something like that like a hell of a long distance because mm. it's like you can't have the smell of shit <laughs> in, disney, in disney world can you because that just <laughs> A break the illusion, wouldn't it? Of this hyper real metaphor of our times, isn't it? Absolutely. So it's like you walk into Disney World and everything has to be it's like this hyper reality which becomes the new reality, but it's no reality at all. And that's what kind of social media is doing to us, that's what this disconnection in our humanity is doing to us. It's like we have to pretend that everything is a certain way, and then it no longer exists as the real thing anymore. And that, that, that Disney World thing, for me, just sums everything up about kind of the state that we're in. And so when we connect with our humanity again, it's so deeply moving, isn't it? You suddenly think, bang, like, I've hit something that I need. This is what I need, and it's been lost. And please help me to rediscover it and find it and connect to it again. And for me, that's the clinging on to goodness, you know, because our goodness is the fact that we are human becomings, together you know human um, becomings oh joe rev joe so good to have you here this morning my goodness um rev joe brings a tear i love from I, mean, I think suddenly people thought what's going on what? these, two, these two jokers are messing about laughing about things making smutty innuendo for half an hour and then suddenly they're crying with this new guy on the screen what <laughs> <laughs> it's a roller coaster ride. It really is a roller coaster. Not a ride. Disneyland one. We should. No, have. no, hopefully not. Yes, um, Squire of the Shires. A, a simple emoji response. So we get you. Yeah, we see you, Squire of the Shires. Punch holes in the darkness. Yeah, I really love that. Isn't race. that beautiful? It's amazing. And that reminds me of you know when you're a kid and you discover a hole punch for the first time. I'm with so many yeah. people working from home. Uh, children these days are being deprived of that opportunity of going and ruining their parents' workplace, aren't they? <laughs> Destroying things, breaking the <laughs> photocopier. Of... Yeah, but when hey, you discover a hole punch, that's quite a good a moment for parents, isn't it? Because you like sit there and, and punch holes in this piece of paper, and that keeps them busy for what, 15 minutes, especially the really <laughs> conscientious kids who try and punch 
holes out of the paper so much so that there's no paper left and that's <laughs> that's what our world could be like isn't yeah. it yeah. if enough of us punched a little hole in the darkness we'd end up with um no um paper no heavy dark paper man left at all except in the receptacle of the hole punch which Absolutely. every it then finds out oh what's in the what's in here <laughs> opens it up. <laughs> opens it up and the parent who's been really delighted that they've been busy for half an hour now has a job to do cleaning up <laughs> all those little dots in the office there oh amazing joe um happy tears uh, yeah that, well what these tears i mean my, i could feel my as soon as you joined us on screen i could feel yeah, my heart here. opening yeah, and then and then i was lost i was lost mm. um and in a fantastic way i hasten to add um to me clinging on to goodness also means having faith when the all we have are milestones and we cannot see further than the current one and that's when that brilliance of, of the lighthouse and someone's act of kindness um, blesses us, isn't it, from time to time that you were that, talking that about was Jack. when um... you lost it, did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Fabrizio, good morning to you. Lovely to see you here. Are you back from Japan with this energy and being grateful towards life? You are already changing your world. Thanks so much. How about that? Um, goodness is widely available to all of us. Is a power we can all tap into and he's as the easiest to access. And it's funny that, isn't it? You know, every time you see a, like an investment ad on the telly or on the radio, the, remember that the value of your investments can go up as well as down. Why don't, we have, why don't we have, remember, goodness is widely available to all of us and can be chosen at any time as a small print for every day of our lives because it's true, isn't it? Well, it should be big print. It shouldn't be. Yes, it shouldn't be print. squeezed in at the end of yeah. the advert. It should be the advert, shouldn't it? Screw the yeah. adverts. <laughs> this public service announcement goodness is widely available remember that everybody oh joe okay um mrs m were you wiping your tears on my macrame bikini bottoms yeah <laughs> oh dear okay uh, it's a long story yeah. call the time <laughs> tell me about it yeah sit down tell me all about it but joe, um yeah cling on to goodness then um you are you are available of course um as um i was going to call you the industrial pasta <laughs> that conjures up a, <laughs> a huge lasagna i'm just a yeah. huge lasagna it's a huge lasagna of love. many layers <laughs> With many, many layers. layers yeah it's very good and it's, that is what you do, isn't it? I mean, how is your writing, your ministering? What's what's going on for you? I mean, I know you've got quite the challenge on at the moment, family-wise. Um, yeah. Are, are you writing? Are you? Are you? Um... Yeah, I'm still writing. I've got. Um, so I've just um, had um, a couple of books, new books, um, accepted for publication. So one's a, like a horror novel um, that um, is based on. A, uh, a true story from 1884 when uh, a, a boat set sail from Portsmouth uh, to go down to fly, uh, fly, uh, sail around um, the Cape, uh, around South Africa and up to Australia, but it got shipwrecked in the South Atlantic Ocean. And so these four crew were like um, in a lifeboat and they were stuck in the South Atlantic Ocean um, and they ended eating the cabin boy. This is a true story from 1884. Yeah, cannibalism and everything. So all of life um, is alive. Yeah. Um, so I've and the, the captain, Captain Tom Dudley, would have likely have worked with my great 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 grandfather, Boatman Howard, um, in the Tolsbury River in Essex. So there's a connection there. So when I discovered this story and the connection, um, I thought I, I want to write about this. So I've written a. A, a novel about um, about the kind of the journey and, and what happened and added some sort of even I, I, I don't need to really add any horror twist because cannibalism is horrific enough. But it, is it, it, it sets a low bar. Let's face yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it to be able to write the characterization 
you know, of mm. people thinking, you know, like how long did in your book, in your in in your imagination, how long did it take them to decide to kill and eat a boy? It takes a little while and there's there's a kind of a there's a real wrestling and I and I kind of do it in such a way that there's a voice kind of whispering mm. in their ear um, about doing it and 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 they're sort of wrestling with it. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like it's, those cartoons, isn't it, that you see where you know the, the dog is looking at the cat as a as a, <laughs> yeah, you know, as an oven ready cat. Yeah, and, and it's, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if want to sort of give too much of the story away, but it's a historical fact, isn't it? I mean, he they killed him to eat him. He didn't die, and yeah, yeah, he well, he was so historically, um, apparently, he was dying because he'd been drinking seawater, and so he was really, really unwell. Um, but but pre-seasoned as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so but they ended up actually killing him. You know, he wasn't dead, and, and they killed him. Oh, and then, goodness. and then when they got back to the UK, they got rescued back to the UK. And then there was a massive trial around what should happen. You know, should they be yeah. um, put in prison? Should they have the death penalty? Should they be released and all that? So I, yeah, so I explore all of that in the in the book, and, and then. Um, yeah, change tack a little bit. So I, I, hopefully it'll be kind of um, an interesting read for people. Um, so I've got that, and then I've got some other writing going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, still doing ministry in the community, trying to support people as best I can in the community, doing various things, walking alongside people, um, trying to be a listening ear in a time where it's hard to be heard. Um, oh, and yes. Yeah, and then, yeah, a couple of things which I'm just trying to work through as well. Um, uh, possible kind of avenues maybe um, that I'm just looking at, which hopefully we'll, I've got a meeting next week to look at one thing. So, yeah, well, there's lots going on. Anyway, if we can help in any way, yeah. Thank you. Tell them you're Good Morning Portugal's favourite radical reverend. That'll just, that'll seal the deal. Absolutely. Um, where, where can we buy your books? Where can we send people to buy the book when it comes out? Um, when, once I know when the, what the publisher is doing, I'll let you know. And uh, because I, I'd really, yeah, I mean, the, the, the horror novel would be great for people to pick up and and, uh, and look at. But I'll, let, I'll, I'll keep you informed as to when that's um, available. That'd be really, that'd be great if people are And I really understand why you'd have chosen that story, you know, that historical. Because mm. we learned about this recently. There, there was an American uh, episode, isn't there, or a, a moment where there a uh, cannibalism again. It's like, it really is the, the great sort of moral maze, isn't it, for human beings mm. to, pon to ponder this. Would would you? Could you? And you, it's you know you, you're thinking I I would never do that. But then of course you're not in the circumstances that these people mm. were in um, when it's getting close to survival and how that might change you. And I'm not you know this is not a serving suggestion or anything like that. But you can understand, can't you, how that might develop? Mm. Um, yeah. and what a great moral dilemma. And the, the 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 I'm thinking you know the moments when they're rescued. It's like we're so glad to have found you are you all there no we don't have the cabin boy anymore and then that emerges yeah. that part of the story emerges and they have to yeah. explain themselves Incredible. yeah and it's, it's really interesting like in the book i kind of wrestle with that like one of them's like well i've got a family you know i've got three mm. kids at home i've got a wife you know i should survive you know what's the point of me all of us dying when mm. then when some of us could survive and go back to our family you know and that's sort of wrestling with that morality and that yes. ethic and so which I'm sure they they had, you know. There's there's a bit of transcript, you know, that I've from the court case that I've incorporated back into the book, you know, in terms of their conversations they had on the boat and and that, that kind of moral dilemma. And then I've you know added bits and in you know in terms of what, how would I feel, what would I say if I was in that position? So, yeah. well, um, and what would you say? 
<laughs> I don't know because there's there's that bit, isn't there? There's so again going back to kind of the Easter story of Jesus. Like there's a bit where where he's on trial, and one of the one of the guys says it's better that one man dies to save the rest of us. In other words, if if this if we don't get rid of this bloke, there's going to be a riot. You know, it's going to cause a mass panic in the city and we're going to end up having a massive problem so better kill someone in order to save the rest of us and how often has that been done over the years you know through well history, you know? yes there is one notable Ooh. individual of course who died for our sins we're told <laughs> and who was killed such that yes uh, others may survive and um not trying to you know distract detract from your story but as, as you're talking about that i see that happening in every family you know, there's that like, yeah, every yeah. most families will have a scapegoat that um, oh is isolated oh my to make the rest of the family work as a healthy unit, you know. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that your story explores the darkness that most people can't tolerate within themselves because we all have darkness, obviously, yeah. or, or the fact that we call it darkness versus light, you know, and we go into mm -hmm. this kind of polarity battle, yeah. But, um, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you're in a, in a cannibal. What, what I'm hearing from what you're sharing is, is that there's darkness that we can't process. And so we put it on to um, other people. And, and what, Silence of the Lambs being the notable example. That, that that character is made so horrific, isn't it? That we can do that. We can project. Yeah, you know, I'd never do that. In your story, totally, yeah. I mean, in your story, you know, um, I'm I'm wondering, you know, how you got them to do do that. I, I wonder if in your story, your characters started to treat the little cabin boy a bit differently, like dehumanize him before they actually mm. offed him. The parallels are really unnerving. Because that, that is what's that is what happens in the world, isn't it? You know, before we start um, brutalizing people and murdering them, we, um, you know, we, <laughs> or collectively, there is this dehumanization that takes place. Absolutely. Well, I mean, oh, you look at so you many look issues. At, you know? Well, you're absolutely spot on because you know, like, if you look at the UK at the moment, the way that the language and the rhetoric around people fleeing war. You know, the language is always, you know, the dehumanized, you know, so they're no longer human beings seeking security. They're an invasion or they're trying to take away our liberty or they're trying to destroy our way of life or whatever it might be. But it's stuff. always dehumanized language. And so yeah. once you dehumanize, you can then do whatever the hell you want to them because yeah. they're no longer human beings. So mm. it's, 
you're, you're absolutely right and you're right in the family setup that you know how you know i'm discovering this within my own family diet you know not my immediate family but looking back through my childhood you go yes there is always a scapegoat yeah. and there is always a golden child and and that's the yes. way that, that yeah. it works you know and so it's how, how you kind of oh you know step back and, and look at within your own within your own heart and say how do i reconnect to the humanity around me and, and not act in those ways it's really important isn't it so to really see in the face of everybody a human being that is loved and precious and beautiful like that is the thing we keep driving towards don't we say you are beautiful you know and I find that hard sometimes because I sometimes look at certain political leaders and I find it really hard to see their humanity. I do. I think, oh, yeah. you know, there's a kind of a, a revulsion in me. But you have to say, how can I see them as human beings who are loved and beautiful as well, but are expressing their darkness? And again, come back, how do you punch holes in that darkness and, and yeah. get their humanity to shine through again? That's, mm. uh, hey, that's, that's too big for someone like me, but maybe collectively we've got a chance, you know. Quite, quite, and 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 yes. When we, I guess, if if, if you were looking at this, um, the idea of uh, those who who dehumanise others, their act of dehumanisation is a cry for help as well, isn't it? Because we, we can forget that too, can't we? It's that that's mm -hmm. their fear speaking, and if we can punch a hole in the darkness of their fear, it's like okay, yeah. you're you're, look, you're dehumanising other people. I hear you. There must be, and that—that's—that that to me is what's missing from the political um, arena at the moment is understanding people's fear, um, mm. and it, it's a mechanism, isn't it? It's an, a tired old political trope to to, yeah. to make people fearful, yeah. and they'll do stuff that you, that could be politically advantageous, and we can get carried away in in the judgment of their beastliness rather than knowing that they've been triggered, activated, manipulated with their emotions. Mm. Um, to do terrible things incredible joe what have you brought with you this morning um ubi has come in and said am i is he watching a cannibalism conversation <laughs> dear, did i join her yes you did we didn't expect to be having this i mean a few minutes earlier they've seen a woman wiping her face with some macrame underpants as well. <laughs> we, we've got everything this morning and we learned that disneyland um has its uh Waste products flushed away 100 miles away, I think you said, Joe. Logistics <laughs> of Disney World was mind-blowing. Not surprised to learn they send the waste away far, far away. I think Jesus would have been at the other end of the pipe with the people who had to live there with yeah. Disney's effluent. Um, add that to the end of your show. Well, we, so, okay, at the end, we can say, be kind whenever possible, everybody. As, 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 at the end of the show, it's always possible to be kind as well. And that's the thing, isn't it? Another part of the message, if you like, Joe, is these things become cliches, don't they? Be kind whenever yeah. possible. I mean, just quoting the Dalai Lama at the moment will activate and trigger people. Mm. Dalai, Dalai Lama's messages aren't what they used to be, are they, anymore? Because of what's Absolutely. going to happen. And we have to, the, the, the beauty of you being here, the beauty of the, 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 the wise, the holy person, um, the sermon in, on a good day is cutting through the cliches, because these things, once once we keep repeating things, like be kind whenever possible, it's always possible. And there's truth in that, and we can see it. But if I were to say it at the end of every show, it would lose its meaning, wouldn't it? And Absolutely. that's why I think we have to have the reminder, don't we? We yeah. have to have it. We have to speak of it on a regular basis. Yeah, and I, I mean, this is something we've, we've often, you know, previously we've often spoken about in private as well, is the idea of authentic speech, isn't it? This is what authentic yeah. speech is, does. It cuts through. You know, so so these things do become cliches, and so authentic speech isn't just about saying what's true. It's about trying to 
cut through the the hyper real the the stuff that gets in the way because truth then can become just a, another facade a thing that you hang up and and, and look at and, and admire authentic speech i think is more than that it cuts through everything and says this is what's really going on and it can be really uncomfortable yes. and sitting in that place is is difficult isn't it because you have to then look in the mirror as well and say okay what's going on with me and yeah. so it takes a lot of um, courage to to speak authentically and say this is this is what is really going on and that's why people don't you know we live in a world of hyper positivity as well everything's got to be amazing all the time and and so when you kind of speak out and say well hey maybe that's not so good you you know you're called a pessimist or you know or whatever it might be and it's like yes. we need to find ways to to hold the the challenge of how things aren't always so beautiful you know that that you know some some things need to be spoken out with real honesty um that brings the positivity down a notch you know because we can't it's not all like bells and sunshine all the time isn't it it's not it's just not and it's but it's okay to speak out and it's okay to then through that to look at the goodness and to celebrate that but but in reality you know say that this is how things really are it's all right to to hold that you know Oh, thanks, Joe. And at, at this moment, someone who is a, a great encourager of our community to speak authentically is Mama Bear. Uh, mm-hmm. She has had a, a life-threatening diagnosis that she uh, shared with with some of the people in our community yesterday. She okay. um, that's the situation she's in. She's being amazing about it, as you might expect. Uh, but mm-hmm. I mention it just so that anyone who didn't know that can reach out to her and, and send her love. Send Mama Bear. Yeah, absolutely. So, so she has a yeah, quite quite the con- the health condition to contend with. Um, mm. So, sending love to you, Mama Bear, and uh, mm. if others could do that as well, that would be wonderful. Um, and so, a few more comments. I know uh, you, you're going to be leaving us in a few minutes, Joe. Uh, do give our love to London. Wishing your eldest all the best, Joe. I see small acts of kindness every day in Portugal. Yesterday, my money dropped out of my shorts in MacD's, and the guy opposite pointed it out. In London, it would have been nicked. Mind you. <laughs> I wouldn't have been wearing shorts. Did you have some nice macrame shorts on, I'm wondering, Pete, in McDonald's? And they wouldn't judge you for that, I don't think, in Castilla Branco. Um, great to see you here, Rev Joe, again today. Uh, love from Bob there. And smash that like button. Emotion can be as powerful as faith. That's mm. opening another can of worms, isn't it, there? Cheers, Definitely. Paul. Um, good morning, friends from Pathshot. Uh, from Abel, good morning to you. I look forward. This is lovely, James, uh, to the day. No one feels the need to apologise for their tears. And um, um, did we apologise? I, I think it is kind think, of human response, isn't it, to do that? Yeah, I think I did. I think I said sorry. Yeah. Um, so really British, you're allowed. You're allowed yeah. that. I mean, it's, it's automatic. It's, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so. I don't know what came over me. What came over me? All this emotion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Damn you, emotion! <laughs> I was, was in the, was in the, a plane crash in the early seventies. Um, in Peru, where some eight others to survive. It's a, it's a known a known thing, isn't it, for humans to do this? Of course, the um, Portuguese earthquake. I think it happened there as well. Um, and mm. for the witness. Oh, here we go. So let's put this together. I look forward to the day. No one feels the need to apologise for their tears, and for the witness to say, "I honour your tears." How about mm. that? Very <laughs> good. 
Good start. You do it again and not apologise this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've definitely got something in my eye again. Um, yes, and his body is still being eaten in some churches. Talking Ooh. of the holy cannibalism. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and yes, you did, Ubi, but I hope there's a little bit more context since you joined us. The answer is in the stars. The answer, and I, I, I was reading that. I just saw a preview of that. Uh, of course, you're referring to astrology there, which Mrs. M does, mm. and, and helps people with. It's like a reflection, though, isn't it, Mrs. Um, you know, the, the, the help is all around us. Astrology being one of the tools of help. I, I just think it's a, a, a language, yeah. um, you know, but like you say, the, there are so many metaphors and so many different ways that we can connect to um, the goodness that yeah. Joe's talking about. Um, yes. It's not for everyone. But, um, well, find your way. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Find the way that makes sense mm -hmm. to you. Um, we can criticize each other's systems, and we do, don't we? Our metaphors and our mirrors. Yeah. And we spend so much time saying, that's no good. I don't believe in that. Rather than like, well, I found one that works for me, and I'm just going to quietly get on with it. <laughs> what would yeah. be wrong with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Family systems, scapegoat, star child, invisible child, oppressor. She's gonna, he's going to start me off again with this sort of talk. <laughs> Enabler, mediator. Oh, my goodness. Dehumanization. Do you know what I think goes beyond the stories is um, the intention that you um, have behind it. Like, you know, um, you could use um, like the, the the strangest or um, like the most destructive um, systems to be able to find a message and a metaphor. But it's like what is in your heart behind it yeah. You know, when you're trying to seek wisdom or trying to um, – find that story that motivates you to create change or transform or, or whatever yeah um, yeah come in front of your microphone mrs m I, I well, i'm sorry i i, I was um were you, I, are you I, leaning out of the picture literally you're going i am about to go out <laughs> right, the picture yeah. but when joe was talking about um you know the mirror image yeah. um i was very conscious of the fact that for the most of the show i've been sat like this looking like i'm looking away from joe and actually i'm oh. looking right in your eyes but it's a mirror image and so i've turned myself but around let me see if i can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> damn these mirror images I am because i can hear a little bit of a situation all kicking right. off and we've got to prepare thank for you journey. for being with us and also i probably have a i need to have a good old sob as well so let um, the rest of that out yeah because the other thing you know talking about cannibalism the other thing is um, <laughs> um in in light of what um was it tabitha that said you know and um you know maybe the body of christ is still being eaten in some churches or something like that um we eat ourselves up with things yeah you know so there's so many different um you know it, it reaches us on so many different levels yeah um well Joe, thank you for being here. Don't go just yet, because it'd be nice if you crossed over with Frank, unless you do have to leave suddenly. You, you crossed let me over? Know. Oh, my well, God. No, I've got a couple of minutes. Okay. No, not that sort of crossover. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Joe, I love yeah. you, and I love, love your you. Family, and um, I look forward to catching up again soon. Yeah, really sending you did. lots of love. Yeah. All yeah. right, Mrs. Thank M. you thank for you opening so my heart so, yes, didn't so he just? massively today. Yes, that was and, beautiful. Uh, opening the heart and the tear ducts beautifully yeah. this morning. Fantastic. You're All amazing. right, Mrs. M. Well, um, uh, there you go. Um, I, I hate doing that. It's like Zoom calls, isn't it? They're so. <laughs> yeah. isn't it? They need a fade button, don't they, on Zoom rather than just. Oh, fade. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Um, love the idea of punching a hole in someone's darkness to let the light in. I mean, we're, we're here for each other. We are each other's hole punches. Mm. <laughs> To, to use the station to carry on with the stationary metaphor to staple each other together as well in, in common humanity dehumanization is old hat now it's demonization has been upgraded 
Um, mm. Ubi says, in Heinlein's Stranger in a Strange Land, the Martian dead are honored and immortalized through their flesh being consumed by the community. Well, thanks, Ubi, for that. And to mm. do otherwise, a wasteful desecration. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, love to Mama Bear. Yeah, thank you for that. And sending Mama Bear all our love as yeah. well. For that, Andrew Gilchrist. Uh, nice words, Joe. Very welcoming. I uh, love to Mama Bear from Deagle and from Baddy. And I had a little jet lag myself. <laughs> there you go. The Italian man making an excuse there. Uh, it's usually us Brits. I didn't think for an Italian it would be a problem. But yeah, thank you, uh, Fabrizio, for being here and, and being so open and honest about that. We'll have a hug and a cry together one of these days, I'm sure. Um, mm. I've imagined that ancient cultures had similar ritual symbolic significance with cannibalism. Frank's just joined us. He has a great interest in food in Portugal. He's just joined us again at an awkward moment when we're talking about cannibalism. We're not going there, Frank. Don't worry. Uh, let's bring him onto the screen now. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, Frank? Not bad. How about you? I'm pretty good. We've had a little weep this morning. We've had some, we've had some open-hearted connection this morning, and I'm sure that will continue with you. Peter. Really? Open-hearted connection here? <laughs> don't be like that um <laughs> i was born in rome uh tell me about the bad side of believing oh, okay um and just remember it's nice to be nice that's uh yeah that's a very basic and a brilliant way of putting it thanks joe as well from fabrizio love you joe he says as well isn't that mm. wonderful i also recall reading how native american tribes would consume the heart and flesh of defeated enemy to gain their power what have you joined here, Frank? Uh, where is <laughs> he's here, Frank? Antonio is gl glad to see you as well. And Tabitha is off for breakfast, having had all those serving suggestions this morning. Frank, <laughs> no. Right, uh, Joe, thank you so much. Gentlemen, uh, a brief crossover here, but two of my favourite fellas, sandwiched between two of the biggest hearts I know. It's a real pleasure for me, and I extend that to the Good Morning Portugal community this morning. So, yeah, like I said before, love to you, Joe. Um, and all the very best. And let us know, all of us here, how we can help you in any way with, with the projects or anything, of course. Thank you. I will. I'll let you know. Sending lots of love. Pushing my love to you. And hope that... Yeah, we felt it. Thank you, Reverend Joe from Squire of the Shires as well. So we give you a lovely big round of applause. And there's no other way of doing this except I, I can't do a fade. I've just got to kick <laughs> off the show. I really hate bye. to do it. All right, mate. Take, the, take yeah, care. Bye. Bye. Love you, bye. Love to London. Take care, Reverend. Ah, the radical rev. Oh, he got us going this morning. We were all, we yeah. all crying on the screen there. Frank. There was a lot of kissing and hugging going on. What the hell is going on with you these days, Carlito? <laughs> oh, where do I start? Let's get a couple of beers and talk about it, shall we? Yeah. You, you are a different kind of radical reverend, aren't you? A beer-based yeah. reverend. Is that a fair, a, a fair description of you? What kind of cheapo do you think I am? I'm an astromante-based. <laughs> Okay, crack the bottle of fizz and let's talk about it. Exactly. How you been? What's going on? In I'm the doing. Outfit? I'm doing very, very well. First of all, thanks for inviting me, and more importantly, it's very nice to see you. You, you know what? One thing I've, I've, I've realized. You know, there are a lot of your audience members who've, who've kept on asking you about, you know, uh, how, what you do about your complexion, how you keep your skin together. No, like there this, are not a lot. And whatever. And you never answer them. I kind of find at times that even though you're not known to be rude, but, you know, I, I, I see that and I say, you know what, Carlito, please, like, you know, give in to your audience sometimes. Tell them what your secret is. This fountain of youth that we see in front of us every morning. We need to know how this happens. 
Frank, this is all that's wrong with the internet. You say audience, and it's just one person asking me about my skincare regime, and that person turns out it was you, a so-called Facebook user. Of course, my complexion is moisturized by the tears of my pain, as people saw this morning. Oh, there you go. I knew you would hit that one out of the park. Of course you would. See, I, 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 I give you, I give you, I give, I, I, I give you a nice highball for you to hit it properly. I did it justice. And um, how are your plans to move to Moldova coming on? The plans to move to Moldova are, are going all right. How's Bobby O'Reilly? <laughs> He's doing good now. Listen, Bobby tunes in, and he might join us uh, at your invitation there. But yeah. uh, you, you're, you've got a very highly tuned. Um, what would, what did you, what are you calling it? Like expat entitlement uh, sensor, right? And I think you, yes. you, you do get a bit miffed from time to time, don't you? If there's any criticism of the culture uh, in Portugal. Well, along with that, out. I've got, I've got, I've got this edit mechanism that failed quite a, 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 a long time ago uh, right. and this edit mechanism between the heart mind and mouth failed a while back so that's why whenever um, i see expats and especially the uh, super entitled ones uh, right next to me at a restaurant i take the liberty to introduce myself and introduce you have done me. that from time to time haven't you yes. in the algarve now yes. we're not talking specifically about bobby here um although you were i think triggered by some of the conversations we've been having recently where we're making certain yeah, can, we, can we deal with that conversation can we unpack that uh, you, that's I, I thought that's what you were here to do i think it's i think it's really useful because i've changed frank and I, and I want to um confess to you i guess we've 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 kind of swapped so, one you, you know what you can't even do that with a straight face okay go ahead now you're you are you are somebody who i uh you know i can absolutely open up my heart to and that's what's so fascinating about you and joe two of my great buddies and like i say the sandwich of compassion and great big-heartedness here on on feel good friday on the good morning portugal show but i've got to say your approaches are different aren't they you and joe, you, have, you come from different uh, disciplines or or backgrounds or or faith systems uh, and i absolutely love your your ethics and view of life and i'm i'm i thought this was a very useful conversation this thing about you know us being a respectful guest. We've we've talked about this a lot, haven't we? And you mm -hmm. and you've got a very low tolerance for people, I think, criticizing Portuguese culture. And I'm I'm sharing, declaring that I've changed a little bit. I in the early days of my life here, I was just wanted to be a completely well-behaved um, you know, newbie and not criticize and adjust to the culture. And more recently, I'm thinking I do want to have some representation from the expat immigrant community about things that could possibly be done differently that would be of, of for the greater good of the country. So I've shifted and in that shift and in those conversations we've been having, I think you might have taken offense. Not necessarily. As a matter of fact, I want more participation by the expats, but it's just the way we do things. It's just the way okay. we, work, we work things. The entitlement factor comes into play. Yeah. That <coughs> uh, comes into play when you are um, talking about certain things, but then what you do is in a very interesting way. This is what we do uh, coming from Northern Europe or uh, uh, North America is whenever we word things, we put it in a way that, hey, you know what? This thing's this thing. We know how these things are done. We okay. do it so well back home. 
you know, all you have to do is take that approach that we've got back home and bring it over here. It's common <laughs> sense, isn't it? And yes. just do that, and it will be amazing. I know exactly what you need. Yeah. And meanwhile, as you're saying that in a very well-intentioned way, yeah. you are completely taking a dump on a culture that has been around for so many years. These people have been doing these things for so many years. As a, as a, I, I, I forget about whenever I tell people that you know. Uh, where I am originally from, I usually tell people this is my home, right? So whenever I tell people that this is my home, this is what I do, this is where I live, I as a as a Portugueser kind of get very offended uh, on behalf of this country when people come and say these kinds of things. Hey man, we came over here for a reason. Respect it, love it. And if you don't, if you want to make changes, if you want to uh, make suggestions and whatever, there are ways to do it. Your actions will speak for you. However, don't come over here in anyway, even a very nice way. Be like, oh, you know, their social service system, if only they would do that, whatever. Hey, listen, we all know it's not a perfect country. However, we don't come from a perfect country ourselves, do we? Well, Where true. do we come from? Well, we've got away from that. Yeah, we got away from In Canada, we've got in Canada, we've got. Even though we we charge people thirty six to forty percent taxes, we what we end up doing is we've got a we've we've got a pretty much failed medical system, uh, a, a, a healthcare system. I'm quite sure your healthcare system isn't that that amazing. There are a lot of things in our society that we come from that are not working very very well. So well said. I don't, and that's I don't why know we left. who we're kidding. I don't that's yeah, exactly. Why, that's, that's why we left, of course. And plus, we plus the weather. So if you think about the bonus of what we've got over here, let's yeah. not kid ourselves and let's not put these little nicey things out there saying, oh, uh, you know, things are so, things could be this way. Shut up already. Don't <laughs> go on about this. I don't want to hear another immigrant go on about this. Respect this country, love this country, and keep your gab shut, man. Don't want to hear this no more. <laughs> okay. Uh, mic drop moment there from Frank in the Algarve. And I have to say, I want to come back at you because I, I, I'm thinking we don't want another way of looking at this let's say okay um, would be we've we've escaped i i feel like that. i've escaped i've escaped from a, a culture that is um diminishing um that is seeing don't you want reverend joe back now no i i um i'm sure he'd have something to add to this conversation of course but um or well, and Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I I can see that I've, I've escaped a, a country that um, is perhaps uh, nearing the end of its uh, f former greatness. You know, this is what happens with civilization. A former empire, yes. They, they, they rise and fall. This is this. You, only, you don't have to be too bright to pick up a history book and see that you know things aren't the same. Keep in, celebrating in, King George. He ain't coming back. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, um, well, we'll come to that in just a moment. About <laughs> What you're doing on May the 6th, uh, Frank, uh, in your efforts to get us at least a CBE, if not an OBE. Oh, yes. um, so we've come, we've come, let's say, um, let's say we can own the fact that we've, uh, this is quite, a, this is a great and heavy duty conversation, actually. And I'm yes, glad to be having this year. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how are you? Yeah, two beautiful faces in one shot. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know who's. I, I don't know. I don't know whose skin is better. Oh, there you go. Oh, stop it with the skin <laughs> thing. But I will be selling my um, tears of pain as a moisturizer oh, as, as, as part of the Good Morning merchandise. Okay, let's 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 accept, Frank, um, that we are we have moved away. We've seen the writing on the wall of our cultures. And our fellow countrymen might not thank us for that. That's all very well, you disappearing. You know, you're saying that our cultures are on the wane. And they, you know, I would say the UK um, can still be great, but it's not going the right way about it. And you might say the same thing about Canada, for example. Mm -hmm. so, and then you come to Portugal, <clears throat> and what you see, and my criticism of, of, of politics and the government here, is it, it, the problem with it, of course, is it's taking this culture that we love so much in the very same direction that we've escaped from the neoliberalism the the fake socialism you know the um moving more and more um pretending to be socialist whilst actually it's it's socialism for the rich and capitalism for the poor and um, wouldn't it be good to stick a spanner in those works to see that direction of travel and thinking no we don't want the same thing to happen here that happened in the countries that we've escaped from but carlito you know what even that that is a public sentiment general public sentiment over here that somehow uh artificially we are responsible for as well we have to take some responsibility to some extent by by you by we i don't mean you and i but because <laughs> we don't because we don't have that kind of cash but the people who are are coming over here and who are overpaying for properties the people who are coming over here and overpaying for goods this is exactly why i've got i i tell you there's this place very nice wine bar over here called lazada i went with an american friend i think i've told you this story oh, yeah, yes 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 you did you, a bottle, you told of, wine, a bottle yeah. of wine for 20 and the and the dude left and uh, leaves another 20 as uh, as tip do you know what happens to the Portuguese person who's sitting right next? First of all, they get very annoyed. Yeah. And this is not you being generous or anything. This is you being a complete arsehole. Uh, you, what you're doing is you are, uh, for, for the person who's sitting right next to you, a Portuguese person who's just come out with his wife to have like a good time and whatever, just say, why are you doing that, man? Because that just turns the expectation a completely different way. This is not how it works in this country. And that's why you will find that a lot of the local joints where the locals go to entertain, to drink and whatever, you will not see a lot of uh, a, a lot of immigrants because yeah. we end up what we've done is uh, the impact that we've had on the housing market. No, mind you, there. Yes, there is anyone who sells a house wants to make some kind of profit on it. But the problem is that sometimes people end up paying double without yeah. thinking because what the, what they have for me the problem is a state of mind when you're moving from a country don't tell me in toronto right now uh like let's say a one bedroom apartment is 800 850,000 and the uh, condo fees for that apartment will be about 800 dollars per month right yeah. so yeah. if you are if you've got that i cannot bring that same price point 
to Portugal and say, oh, I'm getting a property that's much cheaper. No, first of all, you're a bozo because you don't understand commerce and you don't understand which country you've arrived in. Based on this country, do your research and pay exactly what you should be paid. Yes, give the person some profit, but don't overpay. That's called being a donkey. It is, but it, we live in a system where if you don't do that, somebody else will, right? They will come and, um, and price you out. And if by you, by, by you withdrawing from that transaction, it's not going to stop that sale going ahead, is it? it? If you think that way, then, you know, these prices are never going to... The, 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 there's no way any local person will be able to buy anything anymore. And that is, that is a horrible reality of where we're at. It that, is. That is, that is. That is what's going on here now, isn't it? And that's why I'm saying, um, you know... You, you can demonstrate that, can't you? You can demonstrate the possible trajectory of that way of life. And the, yes. problem, the problem I see here is that for anyone wanting to do something different, they don't have a political ear open to them. So, for example, um, let's say let's say from the point of view of uh, Devil's Avocado here, um, which would be quite a good recipe, uh, which really? I, I suspect we could do, do that justice at some point together. Nice toast. But you, if, for example, um, you come from a culture, and let's let's say that um, in the North American culture, tipping and showing your appreciation with money is is, is a way of life. It, and sometimes yes, it's not people just showing off and, and 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 bragging about their wealth. It's a cultural form of showing uh, appreciation and, and 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 how some people may even earn a living. Okay. So then you get that in the in the wine bar scenario you described, where somebody is bringing that over, and it's inappropriate in that surrounding. It's awkward. It's difficult. Um, the the staff and the fellow diners don't quite know how to deal with that because it just does seem a little bit. The owner off. didn't want to take that tip. The owner right. was like, kind of. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't need to do that in here. That's not how we roll. And I totally get that. And what might be needed is for people who do want to show their appreciation and who want to change society in a good way. That 20, that 20 euros could be going into something useful like social housing, could it not? Or a, or a political party that, as well as welcoming foreign, foreign investment, took a levy from the foreign investment and built homes for Portuguese people who are currently being priced out of the market. That's what we need to see, isn't it? Some, some imagination with this sort of stuff. My way, my way of saying that, that, that $20, go to Mercado Municipal the next day, do yourself a favor, get something yeah. healthy from there, support the local farmers, Quite. go over there, engage with them, get whatever fresh fruits that they have, because every city has a Mercado Municipal. Yeah. And, and, and every city uh, has has the fish ladies who, who want to grab you and give you a nice hug and a kiss. So, you know, like you, you go to the Mercado Municipal, spend that 20 over there. And it, no one wants a handout. This is the other thing that I don't understand about us when we come over here is yeah. that we we become like uh, these 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 charity people so what we do is we participate in charities twice a year like you know the shoebox charity and whatever and after that all your charity is done no one wants charity i have spoken to my portuguese friends they go you know what rather than you you people doing stuff like this why don't you come over here and spend your money in our farmers markets where locals come where farmers are coming from there picking their oranges and doing stuff like that just just support the local local folks so that they, they can no one wants a handout i just what? don't understand when are we going to maybe understand this 
Well, if you keep coming here and you keep saying it, maybe the word will get through. And and it is part of the cultural adjustment. I, do, I think going back to what Joe, it is, it is. What Joe brought to us. I, I'm not. I don't think it's all dark. Is it? A lot of it is misplaced habit, and it's through these sorts of conversations that I think things get better, and and that, that um, ideas can be heard. Like another shared. suggestion, is, is like start hugging trees naked in the, in Al Viagra. You know, like that's yeah, that's, that's that's something to do. I would recommend the macrame underpants in those sorts of situations, especially in, in the springtime where the where the tree growth can be a little bit painful if it catches you the wrong way. Apparently, are you and Owen are going to Wembley? Is that right? That that was that was the idea, but the thing is, I don't know if if Owen wants me there because you know, first of all, <laughs> he's he's going like you've seen that guy's fashion sense. Like you know, he's gonna come. He's gonna come right next to me. He's gonna wear an ugly jersey, and yeah, I don't want to be seen with that ugly jersey. And, and plus, you know what the thing is that he can't decide which one he wants because he's got like six or seven of them. And I think he's gonna come up with the burgundy one, or 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 uh, what was that? What's that fuchsia? Because they have one in fuchsia. Fuchsia. Well. Exactly. It was a design. I miss those days of the man cave when we used to talk about football shirts. That's on tonight. Thank you, Lord Gilchrist, for that reminder. Uh, on cannibalism, Ubi. I'll stick with pork, thanks. Although I grow vegans and vegetarians. No, surely not. Um, I'm not sure what grok means. I think that could be grow, couldn't it? What's by the way, people? by the way, did you have you have you been noticing? I've been sending you uh, some oh, documentaries. Yes, yes. I, I, I have. I have because no, like it, it, I don't know. We can talk about that as well. As far as food is concerned, I just want you to be healthy. I think that it's because you know, from time to time, you fancy yourself a burger or some kind of a meat uh, that is not part of your sofa, right? Yes. What do you mean? Something that's a bit tender, or that is not? Oh, oh, are you are you referring to my former um, defense of plant-based burgers? You've not forgiven You're, me. Oh, so it's a former defense now. Oh, that's good. All right. So we've moved along. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't miss anything, do you? I agree with you, Frank. I'm not sure about which bit. I think it's probably it's about. Uh, uh, the, the sense of entitlement that you have such a highly attuned radar for there, Frank. Um, Algarve, baby! Uh, Frank is here from the Algarve. and love what you're saying, Frank, says uh, Joel Mendonça. Another uh, man cave veteran. We used to hang out in the old days together there, didn't we? Um, never tell someone their baby is ugly. Um, okay, so that's sort exactly, of... Exactly, exactly. And furthermore, never compliment a woman on her moustache, no matter how impressive it may be. Uh, or monobrow, unless she's Frida Kahlo, of course, uh, who was the exception that proved the rule there, I think. Well, she, I was a hot, she was a hot chick. She was amazing, wasn't she? I saw a wedding picture of her. She didn't look entirely satisfied, but then you look at the groom and you can understand why. Absolutely, the reason why. Uh, yeah, Bondi <laughs> from Aviva. <laughs> it's so great, great having you and Joe on the same show. It really is. Um, happy, uh, what was this? St. George's Day got mentioned as well. St. George's in English. I don't know if I missed a bit of context there, but that's true. And he was Turkish, of course, wasn't he? He um, was Turkish. Yeah, there you go. He he was Turkish. He isn't Turkish anymore. But <laughs> well, historically Turkish, we could say. Yes. Um, observation and constructive criticism. Yes, entitlement. No. So this is this is the line. Is, is that that's what kind of grinds your gears? And we'll we'll have you back on an Iberian FM phone in to really illustrate the point. But. You're not against a bit of constructive criticism. It's not like Portugal is all good and nothing but nothing bad must be said about the culture. 
it, a, a lot construct there's ways of doing that but the way of of basically comparing where you used to live and how things yeah. used to work so well over there and that's exactly yeah. why you left and bring it over here that nonsense is is very old-fashioned way uh it, it's just prejudice and entitlement to the extent where you just kind of sometimes go Oh, you shut up already. I'm going to turn you off in two seconds. And that's why gated communities can sometimes be good, because then you can get all those people in a gated community, can't you, talking put to each other? Community, put, a, put a little golf, golf course in there so they can keep on smacking golf balls into your each other's windows. coming out now, Frank. It depends on how an expert's observations are shared. We can all learn from each other. Absolutely right. And I have moved to that part of the graph or or curve where i think it's okay i'm not i'm not well, you're not eating tofu anymore so yeah i'm not eating on. i'm not eating fake burgers and i'm not hopelessly i'm not completely um not cinderella what's the other one um not can you tell me how that happened <laughs> all right i'll come back to that if i can remember pollyanna is the word i was looking for is the women's oh, name right. i'm no longer the portuguese pollyanna i think uh, those days are behind me uh carl's healing tears only 199 euros plus postage uh, per vial there that i think that's got, that's got legs there great for the skin uh, full of vitamin d and other secret compounds uh, the last i checked the cost of living in vancouver is 58 percent higher than yes Elizabeth. yes quite the bargain over here my wife was so confused when we were in portugal because i told her she shouldn't tip when paying our bill because we come from a country where a wait a waiter is paid very little a waitron is that the unisex version of waiter or waitress a waitron is it, paid it very little the third form yeah, it's the third type uh, there. So, yeah, it's not a country where people live on tips. They get a minimum wage, um, and that is done in an entirely different way here. Well said, Francis. Uh, we don't want our Portuguese neighbours on minimum wages having to justify why they don't give a tip, do we? You see, once again, we'll 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 get into this. We'll get into this uh, this back and forth again. The lifestyle, the way the the, the lifestyle, the way it's set up over here for 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 the locals. If they are getting, let's say, minimum wage is seven hundred, right? Yeah. That person who makes seven hundred, even though it, it it's not a lot, and I agree with that, it needs to improve. It needs to come up. It needs to come to certain European standards. I agree. However, when you go out, you have you seen the price of milk go completely crazy? Have you seen when you go out to have coffee? When you it's go out up. to have coffee, you know, like a, a, a cafe cocherio, the way the, the the way you like in the morning, right? Yes. So that coffee in the morning has not gone up from a maximum one euro and twenty cents. Let's let's come to the brass tax tax here. It it it's, it, it things have not gone, gotten that expensive over here. So these people, I am quite, I am sure that these people who are, I know that they're not saving anything, but they are living their lives. They don't want your charity. What they want is they want us to assist. If we if we know certain things, if we know how to like like let's say if we know how to build things, if we know how to cook, if we know how to whatever, if you can do it better, do it. But keep your mouth shut. Do it so well. You're thinking about sharing, aren't you? There's a sharing. difference. There's a difference between sharing and preaching. Very good. And I think preaching. Joe Joe is saying the same thing. And and Bayrandi is. It, is basically agreeing here, I think. You know, if you're on a minimum wage, you don't have to justify why you're not giving a tip. It's, and it's not part of the culture as well. Thanks, Bayrandi, for that. And I will, uh, when the show finishes, stick around because I will do a slideshow of the events that Bayrandi has shared with us. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, especially in the 
Excuse me, the Bayrada region. That's my cafe Oh, Shalini. so he gets he gets Randy in the Bayrada region. Mm. He certainly does. He's known. Randy, 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 baby. Yes, uh, I want to see your tears when Manchester City win the FA Cup. So healing tears from Frank also available, possibly. Yeah, good um, for you. Good for you. Good, good for your already beautiful skin there. <laughs> she was a waitress. This is uh, Francis' wife, and that's why it didn't make sense. Yes, if you have been in in hospitality, you do you might like a tip depending on the culture you come from so that's a good example of two different countries being different and that's okay uh, that's get real guys bar and restaurant owners were close to bankruptcy with covid and still paying their debts they need all the help they can get including tips maybe paul is saying there but just drink more possibly oh drink more grok is equals to understand i didn't know that learned something there grok can mean understand yes indeed thank you for that oh, so you, nice. do you want you do or you don't understand vegans and vegetarians Ubi. i actually gave my 30 manchester city shirts to a young portuguese lad that supports the only team in manchester um you would see that as an act of cruelty oh, that's, a, that's, right? that's heavy that's that's a heavy bribe so like so now he's got extra to toilet paper in his house is that what you're saying <laughs> Easy now, lads. It would be nice to see you both on the main cave. Thank you, Joel, for that uh, invitation. Oh, God, rocks! Such great guests, uh, says Francis. Was absent from the chat while trying to fix my kid's PC. Break! Absolutely. And like that smash button, everybody. Sorry, Grok is from Stranger in a Strange Land. It's kind of a holistic way of understanding, feeling... Okay, we like the we we are all about the grok here. Then, if that's what it oh, is, a way of understanding, feeling, and knowing someone something completely, grokking all the way to the weekend here in our bon fin semana. Uh, to be fair, Portugal works better than the UK, generally speaking. Fair points. Absolutely, well, Andy. Andy, you, you you're a smart guy. This is how it goes, man. We no. we we like it. We love it. We don't completely understand it, but we don't have to. That's why we are here. We'll, it'll yes. take years for us to wrap our heads around what's going on over here. And, and here's the thing. If you think the bureaucracy and other such challenges are difficult, I found out because of the Carnation Revolution, of course, in the years 74 to 76, Portugal um, assimilated, brought in, welcomed half a million people in a two-year period. This current migration is nothing compared to that. They've seen it all before, haven't they? They, they have, and this current migration comes with dollars and pounds. Yeah, in a way that that wouldn't have, of course. That, was a, that, that was, one did not. Those, those folks just had, yeah, yeah, exactly, repatriation. There was um, nothing else going on. A wee bit of learning the culture you're in could go a long way in changing uh, old world location ways yeah thanks james and we're all about that we'll see you on monday to talk more about that um if you may want to make that a theme on mindful migration monday frank don't forget that trip to madeira before you're off to moldova that's the rumor no, no, now no, I'm, not, I'm not going to moldova <laughs> i want to send someone to moldova hippies trekkies and other assorted nerds latched onto it back in the 1960s so grok i love that got around yeah, like lord gilchrist it's not as much uh, not about not about not tipping, but a tip sound a tip that rounds up to an even amount will be appreciated, but not. Yes, easy. yes, that I agree with. So, like, let's say if your bill is forty eight and you give uh, you hand the person a fifty and you leave, fine, that's Fair not a tip over here. But not another Fair fifty. Enough. Okay, wait. Not another Wait, stop. Sometimes. <laughs> Giving it to us straight this morning, as we know and love him, Frank in the Algarve. Wait staff sometimes refer to themselves as waitrons. There you go. I'm Grok Waitron. Fantastic. Yes. I Grok Spock caught on a, as a cultural meme for a little while. That's great. Cheers, Ubi. And um, Frank is right, Isabel. Don't take your culture to a different way of life. Just integrate and be one of them. Remember, you're there because you fancy a change. Beautiful. I experience much more appreciation for my efforts to speak Portuguese 
<laughs> 10 for tips. Amazing. That's, another, that's a beautiful thing. Say yeah. bon dia. Both fingers murder. When you when you get out, try to speak to people. Try to feel. Try to make them feel that yes, I am trying to. I'm trying to integrate over here. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. Absolutely. I was told to leave one or two euros for tips if you like the service. I'm confused yes. as a beaver. Round it up. Is, it seems to be the consensus this morning. When in Rome, very good advice. Very always good advice, isn't it? When in Rome. Um, I wonder what the end of that sentence is. Is, is complete that, if you will, in the chats. Actually, we know we need to get going. Good, good point of order here, Joel Denor. It is five past ten. There is no Ibri and FM phoning. We're going to say thank you and goodbye to all of you and to Frank and Joe, especially Mrs. M, who's been this this morning. Time to get on the road, Munson's. Hop, hop, hop. So, Frank, your final words then, I think, on this matter as we go into the weekend, maybe going out for dinner or a drink, um, and how to get this balance right between sharing making yourself useful. We do have yes. gifts and skills we can share, don't we? And not preaching. Uh, what 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 to do? Well, one of the most amazing things will be like, let's say you're a carpenter, you're a chef, you're whatever. Bring two, if, if you know your, your neighbors have kids or whatever, bring one or two kids, like the, let's say teenagers or whatever, give them free classes. Do certain things that are useful for the society. Do certain things that will help folks. If you're an electrician, basically tell the kid, okay, you, you, can, you can come with me along in my van and you can learn my trade on this Thursday or Friday. I have two or three calls to make. Come along with me. Teach someone something. Instead of this nonsense of like, I, I, I will just throw money at the problem if there is a problem, which we're saying that there isn't. I will throw money at it and run away because that's a coward's way of doing things. You have to do things in a proper way. Yeah, well said, Frank. Thank you so much. Always great to see you. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you already. Um, waiting with bated breath to see if the monsters come back from Pont Lima. And what a great point to end there. Again, I don't want to end this. I don't want to push that button. I wish there was a fade, but we're going to have to do this harshly and promptly. We're going to tear that elastoplast <laughs> off and say goodbye. Lots of love to you, Frank. Um, and you see you soon, mate. Nice big round of applause. Take care, everybody. Stick around for the slideshow at the end with some events for the coming weekend. Off we go. Ciao, ciao. There's a YouTube show Full of fun facts you need to know Carl brings a bell and the members show To the GMP morning show Featured guests will come and they will blow your mind The audience will do so in kind the little vanity mixed with some insanity On the morning show with GMP Good morning Portugal and I'd like to welcome you to another fantastic day Hey you gumpers!